Hey guys, I'm Jared, and today we're talking about what's new in board gaming as of August 13th, 2021. I'll be covering the latest news, announcements, most played games, hot new Kickstarters and crowdfunded games, and more related to board gaming for the past two weeks. At the end, I'll also be sharing what's going on behind the scenes with my YouTube channel, Meeple Mentor. So stick around, we've got a lot to cover. Leave me a like and comment on what kinds of updates that you want to hear more about. To make sure you don't miss any of my news updates, new video tutorials, and our podcast episodes, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and your preferred streaming platform. On GameFound, there are three projects funding right now you can join. First is Lands of Galzer, an open-world, story-driven adventure game that you can save between sessions. There's hundreds of stories and charming animal folks to meet. It supports both competitive and cooperative play for one to four players. Additionally, check out the adventure-driven strategy board game Masters of the Universe Fields of Eternia on GameFound. It's for one to six players and follows Skeletor as he goes back in time to fight King Grayskull. Stop him together cooperatively or play through solo. There's also a shorter competitive skirmish mode that you can play in. Lastly on GameFound is Legend Academy, a competitive deck building, card drafting, worker placement adventure game for one to four players. Attend a prestigious institution where characters are training to become tomorrow's legends. Take classes and learn skills to go on famous quests from ancient tales. It looks really cool. Looking at Kickstarter games next, how about an expansion to the heavy Euro market manipulation game Excavation Earth? The game is getting an expansion called It Belongs in a Museum and introduces new alien races to play as, mysterious artifacts, a technology card deck, a new museum board, and new ways of scoring points. I'll be doing a tutorial on the Meeple Mentor channel soon for the base game. Ending Monday on Kickstarter is a campaign for Yokai Quest Strikes Back. It's a cooperative game set in a fantasy universe with a Japanese chibi aesthetic. It's for one to four players ages eight and up and includes lots of heroes, miniatures, bosses, and more. Take a look. A new chapter in the Almanac game series is on Kickstarter called Almanac Crystal Peaks. Travel to the north and explore new towns in the fantasy realm of Baeloria. Become a traveling merchant gaining and selling goods while facing unpredictable encounters. It's for two to four players and plays in about 80 minutes. The swashbuckling family game of Pirates by Stefan Dora is on Kickstarter and is for three to five players, all about capturing ships, fortresses, and sea monsters to gain the most treasure. Form boarding parties of pirates with your captain. By joining the Kickstarter, you can add some additional recent games from the publisher Queen Games to your pledge. Turf War is a two-player card game where you build a tableau and race rival neighbors to prove your yard is the best on the block. You'll even be able to sabotage your opponent with cards like the one that sneaks pests in. You can tailor your yard to the neighbor's specific tastes, or you can even bribe them. The game plays in 30 minutes and is recommended ages 14 and up. For another two-player card game, check out Dust Biters, which is a quick and furious game about rival car gangs racing to outrun a giant dust storm. It's last car standing. Play custom cars in your convoy and cleverly use their abilities to destroy or outlast your opponent. 
just launched this week is Flamecraft, a two to five player dragon placement game with shared engine building. The deluxe version comes with metal coins, inserts, and screen printed wooden components and plastic dragon miniatures. Enchant the town in this new colorful fantasy Euro game. A two to eight player set collection party card game is funding on Kickstarter called Chili Mafia build chili pepper gangs to score the most points. Arrange your chili cards into brotherhoods or mixed gangs for various points and use cards to attack or defend against others. It plays in 20 to 40 minutes. If you're more into tile laying games, check out Cartouche for one to four players. Rebuild ancient murals and restore a pharaoh's legacy through drafting tiles and arranging them. The spaces you don't cover are just as important as the ones you do. It plays 20 minutes per player, and you can try it right now on Tabletop Simulator before the campaign finishes. For three to four players, check out Adverse City on Kickstarter, all about helping your town deal with horrific and deadly disasters. As the mayor, push against obstacles to increase your city's population, ensure the citizens are well-fed, and give them financial security. The game uses mainly cards and cardboard components. For a two to six player trick-taking game, check out Wicked and Wise for ages eight and up. It's an asymmetrical trick-taking team game of dragons versus mice. Win tricks, set goals, use magical treasures, and even sabotage the other team's goals. Iridia, The Paths We Dare Tread is a new open world campaign game for one to four players. It comes with pre-painted miniatures and hundreds of cards. It's a cooperative fantasy RPG that can provide over 40 hours of content. It's on Kickstarter until the end of the month. For another campaign style game with over 35 hours of content is Green Hell the Board Game. Survive the ever-expanding jungle created by modular, semi-random map setups. It's fully cooperative and plays one to four players in about an hour per session. It features a highly optimizable set of survival mechanics that pits players against a changeable and unpredictable jungle environment. It even has its own unique dice tower. If you're a fan of sci-fi deck building games, check out Dust to Dust, funding on Kickstarter for only three more days. Set on the planet Earth with a U, you must dive deep below to recover lost relics and fusion shards to keep your floating island aloft. Recruit allies and chain them together with combos. It's for two to four players and plays in 30 to 45 minutes. Lastly, a new strategic and asymmetrical dragon-themed game is funding on Kickstarter called Dragon Bond Lords of Vala. Raid as a dragon or a general raising armies in a race to amass the most power. It's for one to four players ages 12 and up and plays in an hour. Their first expansion is also included in every pledge for free. The game has lots of stunning miniatures and amazing fantasy artwork. In board game industry news, Gen Con has reversed their initial stance on attendees wearing masks at this year's convention in mid-September. They've just announced they will require everyone to wear masks, even those who are vaccinated. Special accommodations will be allowed for attendees who have medical reasons that prevent them from wearing a mask. They are encouraging attendees to be vaccinated and provide proof upon entry. Probably one of the biggest pieces of industry news is the game publisher TMG has laid off most of the staff and has halted all game development after declaring virtual bankruptcy. Backers of their most recent Kickstarter, Emperor's Choice, 
are receiving refunds. They will focus on selling existing stock and hope to start up producing new games in the next two to three years. TMG isn't the only one hit hard by the pandemic. Atlas Games just announced most of their Gloom games and products are getting a price increase due to rising shipping costs from China. The new price rates will take place starting in September. The core Gloom games will increase 12%, with its expansions increasing 20%. The company behind Cards Against Humanity is considering selling with some takeover interest. It faced a tough year in 2020 when the co-founder Max Timken left the company over allegations of creating a toxic work environment. The price range being considered for sale is $500 million. According to the market research company Euromonitor International, tabletop sales of games and puzzles rose by double digits last year due to the lockdown and increased number of adults purchasing games to occupy themselves at home in quarantine. With limited options and digital fatigue, tabletop game sales increased with adults' purchasing habits. The market is expected to exceed $12.4 billion globally this year. Funko saw a jump in their second quarter sales of 141% over 2020. They've also announced a new CEO coming next year. The current CEO, Brian Mariotti, will transition to a new role as Chief Creative Officer and will manage product innovation, fan engagement, business development, and others. The current president, Andrew Perlmutter, will become the new CEO on January 3rd. Z-Man Games has a new studio head, Sophie Gravel, who is returning to Z-Man again after leaving when it was acquired by Asmodee. While at Z-Man, she was instrumental in launching the second edition of Pandemic and its initial legacy spin-off game, Pandemic Legacy Season 1. She's replacing studio head Steve Kimball as he moves to become director of special projects for Asmodee's various studios. Let's talk about some new games announced. First, 25th Century Games has a competitive bartending board game called On the Rocks coming out later this month compete to make tips by completing drinks for patrons, while sabotaging other players by spilling their drinks or removing ingredients from them. I did a full unboxing of this game on my YouTube channel, so check it out. I played it recently, and it's a lot of fun. Alexander Fister has an expansion coming for the popular Euro game Maracaibo. It's called The Uprising, and will arrive in the US and Canada in December. In this expansion, the focus is on the uprising of the indigenous peoples of the 17th century Caribbean. It introduces new competitive and cooperative play modes, asymmetrical player abilities, new stories and legacy tiles, and new project cards. Also from Alexander Fister is a new board game called Boone Lake coming this November from Capstone Games. Assume the roles of pioneers that have left civilization to settle the abandoned shores of Boone Lake explore, build, raise cattle, and develop infrastructure. It's for one to four players ages 14 and up and will retail for $59.95. Stonemeyer Games has announced a new game called Rolling Realms, which is a roll and write game by Jamie Stegmeyer. Earn stars by playing mini games over three rounds, featuring realms based on other Stonemeyer games. It's a one to six player game that will play in 30 minutes. You can pre-order it in September. Stonemeyer Games is also offering the Wingspan Nesting Box, which can hold the base game, European, Oceana, and four additional expansions inside. 
There's three layers to it to store everything and can be fit inside a Calyx game shelf. Along with this box announcement, the publisher confirms four more expansions are coming for Wingspan based on the four remaining continents not yet covered, Asia, Africa, South America, and Antarctica. The nesting box does not currently have a release date. Pegasus Spiel is already bringing a sequel to Micro Macro Crime City. On September 3rd, look for Micro Macro Full House, which is a standalone game set in a different part of the city than the first game, with 16 new cases to solve. Additionally, they announced Fire and Stone from the creator of Carcassonne, coming September 17th. Guide your nomad tribe in the Stone Ages to explore, develop technologies, and expand across the world. It's for two to four players ages 10 and up. Asmodee has announced a hidden role game called Gathering of the Wicked based on Disney villains and their henchmen. Form two teams to fight for control during day and night phases. Complete objectives and unmask the traitors among them. Players must be able to bluff well to win. It's for six to 12 players ages 10 and up and coming to stores this October. Also from Asmodee, an updated reprint of the classic party game Dixit is coming September 10th. Dixit Refresh comes with a new front and back cover art, new scoreboard, and new voting dials. It's for three to eight players ages eight and up and will retail for $39.99. The designer of Race for the Galaxy has a new game coming this December called Dice Realms from Rio Grande Games. It's for two to four players and has you leading your kingdoms to greatness and glory. Use dice to gather resources from a variety of sources with dice manipulation options possible. The dice faces can be customized to improve your chances of benefits you want. James Bond 007 is getting a new board game called Spectre The Board Game from Modifius Entertainment. Coming in spring 2022, players will take the roles of Bond villains trying to become Spectre's number one operative. Assemble devices, spy on opponents, blackmail rivals, and use agents to infiltrate, all while avoiding battling with 007. It is for two to four players ages 10 and up and plays in under 45 minutes. For a new social deduction game, check out Dune Betrayal set in the Dune universe. Coming this October, players are secret agents attempting to unmask their foes. Protect your nobles, form alliances, and gain power and knowledge. It's for four to eight players and plays in 20 to 40 minutes. The modern video game Rome Total War is getting a tabletop game from PSC Games. Well, it's getting a Kickstarter at the end of the year at least build units and pit them against opponents' units. There will be an empire building element to it as well as its own economic engine. Super Mario also has a new board game in the form of a re-theme of the Game of Life, Super Mario Edition. Go through the Mushroom Kingdom to defeat Bowser as one of the main Mario characters. Some of the board spaces play out similar to how Mario Party does it with players doing mini games to earn coins. The Dragon and Flagon is getting an expansion this month called The Brew That Is True from Stronghold Games. Players assume the roles of adventurers engaged in the bar fight to end all bar fights. Each has unique abilities. The expansion supports two to eight players and will retail for $39.99. Ruination is a new area control game set in post-apocalyptic Eurasia by Colossal Games. It's coming on the 17th of this month and plays two to four people in one to two hours. Control the tattered hordes battling over the wasteland to become the army that rules alongside the Khan. 
The G.I. Joe deck building game is coming this October by Renegade Game Studios. Recruit Joes and vehicles to send them to complete missions in the story pack. There are 36 unique missions, including an expert mode for more challenge. It will retail for $45. Rio Grande Games also has a deck builder coming in October called Art Deco. Players attempt to build the most valuable collection of fine art. It's for two to four players ages 14 and up and will retail for $44.95. In Q4 this year, Luna Imports is bringing the set collection game Museum Pictura to the US. Take on the roles of art museum creators to create collections of epic works of art to gain prestige points. It plays in an hour for two to four players and will retail for $59.99 when released. As for what's going on with the Meeple Mentor YouTube channel, this week the game giveaway ended. The winner will be announced soon as I'll be out of town this weekend. The giveaway was for Spacegate Odyssey and Disney Princess Candyland. I'm happy to say the new video series called Jay's Takeaways has officially launched. The first three videos came out the same day on August 4th. Check out the short videos of his reviews for Takenoko, The Quest for Eldorado, and the unmatched Deadpool expansion. I just put out an unboxing video for the new game On The Rocks, which has excellent production quality. You can watch that on the channel right now. The tutorial for Outlive is live on the channel as well, and I think turned out great. The next tutorial will most likely be Dune Imperium, but I'm working on several at the same time. The most recent podcast episode of Mentor Minutes was an interview with Dean Donofrio, who created the Meeple People comedy web series. I highly recommend you watch it on YouTube. It's a hilarious show following a board game meetup group and the struggles they face. Listen to the podcast as we interview them all about it. In our next podcast episode, Jay and I will be talking about a hot topic in board gaming. Should game reviewers be paid to do a review? I think you'll enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in to today's news update. I appreciate your support. And remember, teach when you can, but always be learning. See you next time.